Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi, Tubes. That was a... It's a big show. And I don't think there's there's been any shows that you've been involved in where we could say, well, that show was easy. That was a tiny or, that little... that was a cinch. Yeah. It's, they're always big shows. We're here for it. What I liked about it is that we spoke to people from Australia that are coming to Tasmania. Famous people. Lots of famous people keep on coming. They keep rolling in. Do you know why they keep coming back? Because they listen to Triple M Breakfast. <laughs> yes. That's number one. And number two is because Tasmania's paradise. Hmm. Beautiful place. Look at it. <laughs> Look out there, Kaz. Even when the clouds are steaming across the top of Mount Wellington, Kanani, I still think to myself, this is bloody paradise. I'm still looking at those McDonald's signs. Yeah. That's my mountain. McDonald's. That's my mountain. <laughs> I love a cheat. What's your favourite? I haven't asked you this question. What's your favourite McDonald's item? Uh, I go for the quarter pounder. Okay. With, I like the onion. On the quarter pounder. I do like a bacon and egg and a hash brown for breakfast. Cheeseburger for me. Uh, we speak with <laughs> Damien Oliver, who's coming down to Hobart for a very special event happening this weekend. And Phil Jamison from Greenspoon is back in the state. And how you can help the RSPCA. Yes. Very important conversation there. Here's what you missed. Well, what today, day is it? today, it's Thursday, the 8th of February, and school is a... Officially back for everyone. It's rolling along. I, I mean, <laughs> when does when do homeschool kids go back? Oh yeah. Good morning, homeschool kids. Yeah. Hmm. Are they already back? Like when? Do they have an official have, start date? I don't know. Hello to you kids that are being homeschooled. If you're out there, send us a text. Let us know when you go back to school. Yeah. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three is the number to text. I'm I'm tipping today might be. One of those days, Kaz, where traffic could get a bit crazy. Oh, I'll be careful. School zones sneak up on you. We're used to not having them. I'm driving around yesterday and you've got to just, even when the lights aren't flashing and there are kids around, you know it's a school zone. So do the right thing. Do the right thing. Slow down around schools. Allow yourself a little bit of extra time today if you're going somewhere, Hobart. Yes, buses. Buses. When they're stopping. I let a bus out on the main road the other day. I was just slowed down. I knew that I could see the passenger getting off. He had his indicator on the left side. And then I thought, any minute now he's going to indicate to pull out. He did. I stopped. I paused. I let the bus out. The bus driver waved his arm out oh. the bus with gratitude. Jeez, I felt good. How nice is that? I when felt you get really there? good. Courtesy wave. Yeah, it gave me the big wave. The big wave. So slow down, Hobart. And remember that that is the rules. If you see a bus with its indicator on, you have to give way to it. Yeah. Just ease up and and do be like Kaz. I was loving myself on the road. I thought he's got somewhere to go. Loving yourself sick, Kaz. Oh, I learned how to do I used to do the wave and now I do the the, just that one index finger off the 
off the steering wheel. And then I feel like I'm king of the road when I do that. Remember when we went out to <laughs> Creative Homes last week to meet Greg and the team at Creative Homes? Yes. And on our way back, we were coming through the Bridgewater Bridge. Do you remember this, Rhea? We were coming through the Bridgewater Bridge and there was that guy that was doing the big manor wave. <laughs> yeah. The big, big, big wave. Do you remember him, Rhea? Oh, she can't hear. Yeah. I also remember the guy the sitting on. on the chair Tried on the it. pile of dirt. Do you remember him? Yeah. There was he was a having big, his break. right. There was a big <laughs> pile of dirt and then, then a bloke sitting literally on the peak of the dirt. Surveying so, his works. Just checking it all out. So <laughs> funny. Get in touch, Hobart, 0488881073. You remember the manor wave, Riri? I do. I had no idea what was going on, but you sure did. Could you show me the wave, Chip? Yes, I can. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom joins us live. Good morning, Lee. G'day, g'day. Good morning. How's it going? What is making news, Lee? Yeah, well... The big question, could we head to an early election? That's the one on everyone's lips this morning with Liberal-turned-independent John Tucker to break his silence. That time, 10.30 today, we'll hear from the man himself. The Independent uh, hasn't spoken in public since Premier Jeremy Rockliffe issued that ultimation to he and uh, fellow breakaway MP Lara Alexander. He wants them to provide confidence and supply to the government or risk heading to the polls a year early. Jeremy Rockliffe, uh, he's said that uh, Mr Tucker and Lara Alexander were elected as Liberal MPs and should start voting like them. I don't want an election. I want an agreement and I want uh, certainty and stability for Tasmania. So you don't want one, but are we having one? I don't want one. I want an agreement. And so what I want is certainty and stability for Tasmania, as we're elected to do in majority government in 2021. So that was the Premier on our show yesterday. Mm. Well, he didn't answer the question. Oh, do you know what I think we'll do? We'll just ask our psychic that comes in on Tuesday. <laughs> She'll know. Yeah. I'm just getting used to this politician's talk. It's like, well, he knows whether we... Does he know? That is a fair call. And I think, personally, I think that John Tucker's going to come out and say, let's go to an election. I, I don't think an agreement's coming forward. And I think by the end of this week, we'll have an election called and we'll go into the polls in March. That's Huge. my personal feeling. Let's get to some good news, though, Lee. Yeah, some gold for you today. Uh, it is uh, what you were, I suppose, uh, disclosing yesterday morning. Choose uh, <laughs> Nikhil Shortery. He's signed a deal to remain with the Hobart Hurricanes until the end of 2027. He was he was an excitement machine this season in the BBL, wasn't it? He? he uh, belted 154 runs with a high score of 55, and he took five wickets with the ball. You would have loved calling him. Loved him. Love him. Can't wait to have him here for another couple of years. He's legitimately one of the most humble and keen cricketers in the country at the moment. Come down from India, living in uh, Brisbane, playing just domestic cricket up there. Not not as far as uh, he's not playing nationally yet. Obviously, he had his debut in, with the Hurricanes this year. And he is one of the most humble and genuine people going around. He's exactly what the Hobart Hurricanes need. Mm, yeah. And even better about this guy, the leg spinning all around it, he, um, he doesn't even count towards the Hurricanes international player quota due to him being signed from a domestic T20 tournament. Yeah. So, so th- he played up in Brisbane in the KFC T20 mm. comp up there, which is pretty uh, highly contested. 
and did a great job and they've just plucked him from obscurity and I love that. I love that about him and I love how humble he is. He's legitimately the first out on the field and the last person out there still signing uh, autographs and stuff. So exactly what the Hobart Hurricanes need. I love it. Lee Jollo from the Triple M Newsroom. Good to talk to you. School's back today, Kaz. Shout out to all those kids going back to state school. Let us know if you're up, kids. Send us a text, 0488881073. What are you looking forward to? Yeah. What's happening at school? The first day of school is always a bit of, uh, you know, mucking about. Yeah. And first day if you're starting school. Oh. For, for those little kinder kids. I had a meeting with the parent, like a parent-teacher pre-school meeting for yeah. Ray, who's off to kinder this year. And I got a bit emotional. Oh. I was like, I, said to the teacher, you know, this is, you've got such an influence on these little people as they come into your world and watching them grow up over the year is just unbelievable. It's just scary how different they are. That's one of my favorite things is seeing the photo of the first day of kinder and the last day of kinder and seeing how different Hmm. the kids are after that first year. And the teachers love, they do love them. Oh, they look after them. They and if you've been, kinder's the hardest, I think, because you've been home with your with your child for you know they've been with you. They're like your little sidekicks, and then you've and then yeah. they're not there. And, oh. and let me tell you, the kids and the the teachers of those kinders mm. are absolute angels. Yes, good morning, heroes. <laughs> good morning, my, my kinder. Could you imagine? Was. Could you imagine <laughs> what it would be like? If I were had twenty kinder kids, it would be is a cluster fiasco. I would be all <laughs> over the shop and be shocking. Oh, how amazing! It's triple M breakfast. Kids going off to school, learning things, oh. learning, filling oh. their heads with knowledge and skills, and oh. I feel like at my age, which I won't disclose, which is not twenty eight, could be twenty nine. There's a lot I have to learn. And it's okay not to be good at things. That's right. Kids, if you're not good at something, that's fine. You don't have to be good at everything. I don't know if you know this, Chips, but I'm not good at driving. Oh, Kaz, you're – you. I do know that. <laughs> we're lucky, <laughs> know that. we're lucky enough to have a parking space here and yes. in our workplace in the mm-hmm. middle of the city. Love it. And I that challenges me. Every morning. We've had some challenging moments. That we have. That we have now reshuffled. We've I, had to reshuffle I the think... whole parking here at <laughs> at the radio station because so I that think... you can have your own little spot where you can park properly. There may have been a few formal complaints to Bossville or even <laughs> higher up. I don't know. But there's been a new laminated sign of where we all have to park. So I've been parking... You know, the best I can. I do drive and stop. Mm-hmm. So I parked... Yeah, to be fair... Yes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you got your license. <laughs> so, so a couple of days ago, I didn't want to tell you this, Chips, but we 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 came in. I parked. Mm-hmm. We worked. Then we finished work. I had to pop into the city, accidentally buy some shoes or whatever yes. you do in the city. Have a look at you know our beautiful town. Came back to work. Went to get in my car. I couldn't. I couldn't get it out of the car park. The car next to me was really, really close. Yes. And I was parked in. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I could not negotiate. That had more to do with you than the other car. Because my wheels are <laughs> on a bit of an angle. 
because I drive and stop, when I'm trying to reverse back, the car's veering into the side of this big white towering van, mm. couldn't get out. About 25 minutes I was in the car park trying to eh, 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 go backwards and forwards, trying to reverse out. You know what I had to do? What? I had to come back upstairs <laughs> where our lovely, you know, work colleagues are still working away through the day. Yeah. Had to ask someone to come down and get my car out <laughs> of my car space. Thanks for, to Kaylee. Yes, fantastic. Well done, she is now my hero. I'm a little ashamed and embarrassed that a 23 year old female had to come and reverse my car out. I think maybe though, tubes. I might need to have some driving lessons. I don't think that's a good idea, Cass. Why is that, Chip? They might take your license <laughs> off you. <laughs> it's the Triple M Prize Wheel. Every single morning before 7am, we give one lucky listener the chance to spin up on the Triple M Prize Wheel and you can win a prize just by calling 13353. It's that easy. Good morning to you, Sally, in rugby. Good morning. How are you guys? We're flying. Good. Thanks, Sally. What are you up to today? I'm going to work. <laughs> Where's work, Sally? Um, Southern Cross Care. Oh, good work. Excellent. One of the yeah. heroes of society, Sally. Oh, thank you. How I'll long, try to be best. How long have you been working there, Sally? Uh, about four years now. Uh, good on you. Good on you. You know the ropes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, we know the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> and we know, we know what to do. <laughs> oh, genuinely. Amazing work that you do. Uh, that's obviously aged care, Sally. Um, I do a little bit of faci- – I, I do cleaning at the facilities and I do a lot of clubhouse cleaning for um, independent living. Oh, I ah. love that, Sally. And you notice the difference when you go somewhere and someone's cleaned it professionally. You do a great job. Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. thank you. Amazing, thank you. Sally. Now, you got kids? Yeah, I've got two full-grown children and two grandchildren. Full-grown ones. <laughs> yeah, two two full-grown and two grandchildren. And what are the full-grown kids' names? Um, Chantel and Damien. And your grandkids? Um, Freya and Dimitri. Oh, Love Cool that. names. They are. Yes, they are. How old's Freya? Freya's three. And Dimitri? Nine months old. Oh, oh got your hands spoiled. full then, Sally. Oh, no, I don't. My, my kids have. I, I work for a living. My kids have got their kids. I've had my day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I call this karma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant, Sally. Um, they've got the time now. I've got my time at work. <laughs> Love that. Love that, Sally. All right, Sally. Well, we've spun the Triple M prize wheel. What number is it there, Cass? It's 88. 88. Oh, look. Oh, it could it be triple eight? No, I don't like eighty-eight. Uh, oh, okay, right. go for it. Go for it. We'll go for eighty-eight. Are you sure? We I can, can spin, spin it again. again. All right, spin it again. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're just going to spin up the triple M prize wheel. It's a physical wheel, you see, Sally. Yeah. And now what yeah, have we got? Right. Oh, twenty-nine. You happy with that? Twenty-nine. Okay, well, I'm happy with that. All right, Sally from Rokeby, you have won. 50 bucks to spend at Bunnings or Hammer Barn. Oh, Hammer Barn. Oh, Bunnings, Bunnings, Bunnings. I love Bunnings. Well, you can oh. head along and see the Hammer Barn. The, the bluey characters are all there at the moment, Sally. Maybe a good one to take Freya along to. To any Bunnings store? Oh, uh, it's any, only Glenorchy. Glenorchy's the one with the, with the Hammer uh, yes. Barn at the moment. 
Sally, really great All fun right. for the kids. Yes. The one, so I just go out and say, oh, I won this $50 voucher. Oh, I reckon producer Rhea might talk to you after this, Sally, but you just <laughs> hold right there. That's Sally from Rake. We have a great day, Sally. Thank you, guys. You do a top job. Oh, we're oh, trying thanks, our best. Sally. We're very, very trying, aren't we, Cass? <laughs> we are, Chips. It's Triple M Breakfast. I love treating myself. I treat myself every day. So do I. Every day. <laughs> Online yes. via the post come my shoe treats. They're thick and fast. Yesterday, <laughs> my treat was taking the kids out for dinner. Ah. Oh. We took the kids for dinner to a local pub and just had a little bite to eat our fresco style. Nice. It's beautiful. That was, that was our little treat. Yeah. Wasn't overly expensive, but I just couldn't be bothered cooking. <laughs> <laughs> If you head to triplem.com.au, you can fill in a form there and tell us how you would like to treat yourself, Hobart. And we might be ringing you. Hayden from Hobart, good morning. Hey, guys. What's going on? Well, what is, Hayden? What is going on? I'm just on my way to work, mate. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a mechanic for Hazel Brothers. Uh, Shout out to the boys and girls at Hazel Brothers. Now, Hayden, you've been to triplem.com.au, have you? I have indeed, mate, yeah. Yep. It was easy to fill in the forms, no doubt. What did you write in the form to say how you'd like to treat yourself? Yeah, so it's my partner's 21st. Um, it, it was yesterday, actually. And, um, yeah, we were just hoping to go out to St. Albies tonight. So oh. this will be... St. Albies tonight. Hayden, as the <laughs> unofficial mayor of Moona, I can tell you <laughs> I frequent St. Albies on Quite a regular basis, and I consider it to be my second kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> my, my I, I would recommend the char grilled chicken breast stuffed with sun dried tomatoes, and I'm usually a, a two dirty gin martini girl. What time am I meeting you there? <laughs> oh, it's not um, about me. What What's your what your What's your partner's name? Anna Memory. Oh, Anna, happy twenty first. Happy twenty first, Anna. Well, yeah. uh, the talk was that you wanted to go to the circus, Hayden. <laughs> yes, yes, originally, well, but it's gone. <laughs> okay, well, the circus is still on in Burnie, though, so we yeah. might be able to get your tickets <laughs> there if you'd like, uh, Hayden, or would you prefer to go to St. Albies tonight? I think we'll just go to St. Albies, mate, yeah. Beautiful, Hayden. Well, you and your partner, Anna, are headed off to St. Albies just by heading along to triplem.com.au and the Treat Yourself promotion. You're doing it, Hayden. Well done. Well done. Awesome. Thanks what, very much, guys. Cheers. You're very welcome. That's Hayden. From Hobart, he and his partner Anna are heading along to St. Albies. The treat is on us here at Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. All you have to do, Kaz. Just go straight to our website, triplem.com.au. Fill in how you want to treat yourself. What would you treat yourself with from St. Albies Tubes? Oh, I think I might treat myself to a St. Albies. It, now, I'm now salivating a little bit here. Hayden and Anna are off. Oh. Last night, the South African women beat the Australian women in a one-day international. That's a 50-over match. It was an all-round performance by Marizan Cap. She made 75 off 87 deliveries. Then, in the Australian batting innings, she took three for 12. That probably doesn't mean much to you. Look, I, the, the, oh, no. <laughs> I don't even pretend to know what's going on. The 50 overs, 20 overs. So, is it over? It's usually what I say. <laughs> is it over? <laughs> I think because I haven't sat down and learnt the game, maybe right. if I studied it one day. Or... No, I'll tell you what there is. There's T20s, which yes. are 20 over matches. So an over 
is six deliveries, six legal deliveries. Six times they throw the ball. Six times they bowl the ball to the batter yep. from one end. Then they okay. swap ends and another bowler bowls six balls from that end. That's called two overs. A T20 goes for 20 overs. Okay. And there's an international T20 happening at Blunston Arena on Friday night between Australia and the West Indies. I am going to that particular match. <laughs> and are you going, Chips? I'm ground announcing, so I'll be there, but in a working capacity. This is going to be another one of those days where I'm working, you're drinking. Drink responsibly. Of course. But I do like to sample the wines around Blunston in so the plastic a, cup. There's T20s. Then there's... ODIs, one-day internationals or one-day format of the game, which is 50 overs per team. Yeah, that's a bit long that's, for me. That goes for a whole day. How long will this one on Friday night go for? What would the traffic Around be like? three hours. It'll be okay. What time does it start? Seven. Okay. 7 p.m. All right. Should be finished by 10.30 at the latest. Okay, good to know because I like to have an end. I might be able to have a little nap. I'll come and say hello to you. So do you... If you see us there, yell out. Me? I can't yell out. I'm sat in a box watching the cricket from my ground announcer's chair. Do you think I could go and sit up in the lovely behind glass area? I'll just sneak in and sit down. No one will notice. Have a little... little, They have a nice finger foods, wine and cheese and snacks. I have been up there to watch. Of course I think cricket was up. I'm not sure. (laughs) So T20s, ODIs, and then there's the longer formats, test matches, which can go for five days. Mm. I and did that, go, and that's I think there's 96 overs in a day. I went to the first day of the first test in Melbourne once. I See, did. I went, and there you, were people wanting to buy tickets outside. Like, and I thought I could go to the cricket, or I could scalp it and go to the Myard Boxing Day sale. I'm great to take to the cricket because I don't care what the sport's doing, and I'll get up. Go and get the merch, get your drinks. This, I'm has, like a, turned, this has gone from Tubes' spin on sport to <laughs> Kaz's spin on shopping. At the sport. It's Triple M Breakfast. Happy first day of school, kids. Yes. Big day for a lot of people if you're starting kindy or if you're starting high school. Do you yes. remember what it was like going to high school, Kaz? Yes, I do. First day of high school because you used to be the top of the heap and now you're sort of starting again as a new... Well, we literally, at my school, our primary school was literally down the hill from the high school. So the high school was much higher. So you always had this high school looking over the top of you. And I can remember leaving, weirdly, my primary school finished at grade five and we went to grade six at the high school. Wow. That's weird. Where where was that, Bernie? Marist College. Yep. Shout out to Marist College and all the (laughs) folks that are listening. Got your own rules up up there. Northwest Coast. Maddie. The Butcher, probably listening in. Ooh. Jacob, The Butchers, shout out to you boys. Great Butchers <laughs> at Wyvernhoe. Shamans, hello. Um, but the school was actually up on top of the hill. So we would drop my younger brother at primary school and I would have to walk up the hill uh, to the high school. And it was one of the steepest hills in Burnie too. Going back to that school now, it looks like a tiny little hill. (laughs) (laughs) But I can remember being nervous as. So if you're (gasps) heading to grade seven today, you're starting in your new high school, all the very best. Take a deep breath. You will be fine. You will be fine. Yep. Take care. 
This weekend sees the 150th running of the Hobart Cup. As part of the celebrations, the Cup will have a very special guest. He's a three-time Melbourne Cup winner, a four-time Caulfield Cup winner, and most importantly, he won the Hobart Cup on Blue Tiger Roo. It's one of Australia's greatest jockeys, Damien Oliver. Good morning, Damien. Good morning, guys. It's great to have you here. How are you feeling about coming back to the Hobart Cup? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a little while since I've been down there, but um, it's sounding like they're putting together a big meeting with the races on Friday night and also Sunday, so it should be a big weekend. Yeah, so when do you when do you make it to Hobart? When's your arrival day? I'm flying in Friday morning. Oh, wow. So you're here for the, the whole kit and caboodle? The whole festival, Ollie. <laughs> That's it. And we can see you on Sunday at the Hobart Cup. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. What, what great... are your official duties, Ollie? Um, yeah, so I'm going to do an interview actually with the Carbine Club on Friday and then stay for the races on Friday afternoon. And then um, I think Saturday there's a boat cruise or something. And then oh. uh, on Sunday I'll be out at the races um, doing some signings and, um, yeah, just enjoying the festivities of the day. What do you like? Uh, what's your favourite part of Hobart? Jeez, that's a good question. I've not spent a lot of time in Hobart itself. I've kind of usually just come in for the races and sort of headed back out. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this will be a good chance for me to have a good look around and spend some more time there, actually. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm at the Cup on, on Sunday, so you'll hear me. You won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I will be rushing up to you because you can have your photo taken. There's an opportunity for you to meet and greet your huge mass of fans on the day. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, I've got some merchandise uh, there as well, which will be sold. So, if, you know, anyone's into that, some hats and T-shirts and um, some stubby holders. Yeah, I'll be there to sign some things like that if anyone's interested in that sort of thing. I now think I've just 100- found my husband's Valentine's Day present, <laughs> I tell you, a stubby holder. <laughs> now, it's the 150th running of the Hobart Cup, Ollie. You won the Hobart Cup in 2007 on Blue Tigeroo. Do you have any memories of the Hobart Cup? I do. It's always a good crowd, well attended, and it's, it can be a good race too. You can get some horses. That horse I won on, he went on and won a big race in Sydney um, at the time called the it was called the BMW or the Tanker. It's had a few name changes, but a big Group One race in Sydney as well. So there's been some horses that have come out of that race and, and gone on to better things for sure. Oh, that's sensational, Ollie. Well, you can meet Damien Oliver at the Hobart Cup this weekend. It's on Sunday, the 150th running. You can get your tickets at trchobart.com.au. But more importantly than that, you can meet one of Australia's greatest jockeys, over 100 Group 1 winners. Damien Oliver, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us on the show. It's Triple M Breakfast. Before we get into our next chat with the RSPCA Tasmania, just a heads up, this interview will include mentions of family and domestic violence. So if you'd prefer not to listen, feel free to turn your radio down for the next few minutes. And if this conversation raises any issues for you, help is always available. Contact 1800RESPECT 24-7 or 1800-737-732. Now we're joined in the studio by Community Awareness Officer for RSPCA Tasmania, Jayla Sanity. Good morning, Jayla. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So tell us about the Safe Beds program that the RSPCA runs. Yeah, so our Safe Beds program has been running for just over two years now. Um, the program sort of started because we saw a need in the community for people fleeing family and domestic violence. Um, they're our main cohort of people that we support. Uh, to give some context, a lot of people who flee unsafe situations with pets don't have a lot of options. Um, we don't have any shelters in Tasmania. 
that allow pets. So, um, yeah, my amazing manager saw a gap in the market that people were really struggling and having to basically force to surrender their animals. Um, so that's sort of where we've stepped in to create a program to help those people. And this is genuinely heartbreaking. Some people stay in relationships because their pets are like their family mm-hmm. and because they won't stay in an abusive relationship. They will stay in a, an abusive relationship because they have nowhere to go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think sometimes people, we still have this um, community idea that, oh, you know, just leave. It's easy. It's definitely not, especially when you have animals or children, especially for children. Pets are a huge part of children's lives. Uh, so we really understand that. And for people sort of recovering from that unsafe journey, um, trying to keep people and pets together is our main um, objective. But we do also recognise that our program is a forced, forced kind of separation program because it's the best option for people and their pets, um, but is extremely rewarding at the same time. So, th- so what we're doing, you need money. We do. We money, do the, <laughs> money sometimes is it, it can help with it these is. programs. You don't get government funding. No, no not sustainably. So when the program first started back in 2021, um, the Pet Barn Foundation saw what we were trying to do and gave us a bit of a leg up to get the program off the ground. Um, they have been a bit of an annual support for us since it started, which has been really great. We also were uh, successful in obtaining some funding through the National Strategy for Family Violence. Um, but as you can imagine, a pets and people program is pretty expensive um, to run. We don't charge people to use the program. Um, we are at a point where sometimes we do need them to help us with vet bills. But we really try not to put any pressure on people. Um, but because of the, uh, having a no-fee program, it is more expensive to run. We, as a charity, a lot of charities just like us, and when it comes to people and pets, not a lot of funding is available. It's not really recognised, even though Tasmania has the largest um, population for pet ownership. We still are really lacking in that area. So we are at a point where we are really trying to do more fundraising initiatives to try and keep the program going. So you can get more details at rspca.org.au on the Safe Beds program. People can get involved there, not just if they need help, but also if they want to donate. Yeah. Absolutely. Or if you would like to foster, you know, we um, have a really fantastic team of foster carers who open up their homes for these animals who are at risk. So if you're ever in a position that you would like to care for someone's pet for a short time or a few months, that's also a great option as well. And if this conversation raises any issues for you, help is available. Contact 1800RESPECT 24-7 or 1800-737-732. Jayla, thanks so much for joining us from the RSPCA. Every single day we give away $100 cold hard cash, but today, Kaz, it's a little bit different thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. We have a carryover tra- champ. His name is Adrian from Lenovella. Good morning, Good morning <laughs> Adrian. Oh, oh, oh. oh, you're done it now, mate. Come he's, on, Trent. He's, get, he's getting oh, no, nervous because we're in the big bucks. We're in the big yeah, bucks. I know. You, yeah, I know. I Adrian, know. 300 bucks cash. You've, you're risking it. How do you feel? Uh, a bit, bit tense this morning, Tubes. Why is that? Why is that, Adrian? Oh, no, just you know, three hundred bucks. Cagey. Yeah, yeah. Cagey. Hey, Let's look. See how we go. Test your buzzer for us, please. Adrian. Beautiful. Let's find out who your opponent is today. It's Lynn from Austin's Ferry. Morning, Lynn. Good morning. How are you? Where do we find you today, Lynn? What are you up to? 
Um, I'm travelling to Launceston and I'm pulled up over on the road. Well, the you get this for pulling up on the side of the road, but you get this for driving to Launceston. Can you test your buzzer, please, Lynn? Yep, the best part of Launceston is in your revision mirror. Yes! <laughs> Can you test your buzzer, please, no, Lynn? No, sorry, Launceston. Lynn. Beautiful. All right, here we go. We've got three questions. If you answer two of these correctly, you will win $300 thanks to Creative's $50,000 First Home Builders Boost on Now by Creative Homes. Let's go to question one. Which world-famous jockey will be in attendance at the 100? Adrian. Lynn, just... Damien Oliver. Correct, Lynn. You're halfway to 300. And Adrian, you're a little upset about that, but she was first. Question number two. What is the speed limit in a Tasmanian school zone? Is it Adrian? Adrian? 40. Correct. We're down to the tiebreaker. Here we go. It is question number three. Now known as the Royal Hobart Regatta in what year was the first Hobart Town Anniversary Regatta held? Was it A, 1838 or B, 1938? Lynn. 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 For 300 bucks. 1838? Yes. Dun, dun. Ooh, this is... Correct! Well done, Lynn! You have won $300 cash, Lynn. Bad luck, Adrian. No worries. Hey, look, Adrian, I'm sorry I called you a tramp, but you are still a champ in my book. Well done, Adrian. You're a legend, mate. Lovely. Thank you. Bad luck. That is Adrian. We'll have him back. I'm sure we'll have him back, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. $300 cold hard cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost is yours. But do you want to come back tomorrow for $400? Uh, No, I might take it a run. I love that, Lynn. Well done, Lynn. You're an absolute champion. Bad luck to Adrian. We still love him. Are you still there, Adrian? Yeah, mate. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, just hold the line. We've got something for you. We'll give you a coffee and pie voucher for Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Well done, mate. You're a legend. Love Sorry, Adrian. <laughs> oh, don't apologize, No dramas. Well done, Lynn. <laughs> it's all yours. We'll be doing it all again tomorrow thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. It's Triple M Breakfast. It's Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes and the Longley International Hotel has a very special guest coming in February, a man about town. He's a big name in Australia. You know him. I know him. It is Phil Jamison. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Hobart. (laughs) It's great to have you on the show again, Phil. You've been down recently with your band Grinspoon and you are coming back for the Nobody Else Phil Jamison solo tour. You've been busy. I've been busy. I like Grinners finished, I think, January 6th. And then, because we uh, ended up doing Summer Nats, which was another story altogether. And then, like, I think this solo tour started on January 13th. So, but yeah, it's been great. I love the long leagues. Actually, when I was down in Hobart recently for the Grinners show in December, November, we did Hobart City Hall, which I don't think we played for over 20 years. And that was brilliant. I had a really fun time down there. But yeah, I released a solo record a couple of years ago called Somebody Else. And this is sort of the culmination of this. It's the final tour I'll do on this record. And I'm finishing the run in Hobart or in Longley, which I love. I've only played it once before, but I had the most excellent time out there. It's the most beautiful venue. 
So, yeah, I can't wait to get back. It's going to be fun. We can't wait to have you back, Phil. For those that don't know, what's the difference between your Grinspoon stuff and your solo stuff? Oh, that's a good question, and I'm terrible to answer that. I wish I knew you a better thing. I think with Grinners, Grinners is, I guess, a muscular rock band, for want of a better term. I don't have a drummer with me on this run or a bass player. So I guess it's sort of... um, no, I mean it's different because there's not there's not electric guitars and strobe lights and pyrotechnics and three thousand people. It's more intimate. Number one, it's like a little more heartfelt. I think sometimes the lyrics get lost in Grinspoon a little bit, um, so you can probably hear everything that I'm singing about when I when I do solo. And it's me and an acoustic guitar, so I don't know. It's about as different as you can get in some ways, but um, I mean it's still my voice, isn't it? Like you can't really get away from how I sing. So I think that there's definite similarities, but there's also just the instrumentation. Or anything. I, but, um, yeah. I think I listened to somebody else when you released it in 2022, and I feel like it's Phil Jamison's softer side. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe maybe I've gone soft at the age of forty six. Who knows? <laughs> no, um, I mean that in the in the most kindest way, Phil. I feel oh, like no, I th- the more I talk to you, the more you open up like a beautiful flower. Oh, I love beautiful flowers. <laughs> I think that in Grinners, there's been softer moments as well. I think, like for example, in Better Off Alone or of even Central Heart was probably a softish sounding song. So I think Grinners has elements of that. You know, but then we've also we've also got Champion and you know like those kind of heavier rock songs in us as well, Lost Control or whatever. So I think that probably you're right. Like I think that within the solo spectrum and the uh, the beautiful flower that's opening, that there is probably more of that introspective kind of softer side of it. There's there's still some fun thing alongs, but yeah, it's probably a little more on the cheese board glass of Kino <laughs> as opposed to, you know, a schooner of Cascade and, um, you know, whatever, a burger. You... Maybe I'm just, I'm just defining Grinners in a very narrow culinary <laughs> field. <You're talking laughs> but, hey, you know, <laughs> it's always good to match things with stuff. You know, this, this record goes well with uh, blue cheese and a glass of champagne. Yeah. Whereas Grinners might go well talk. with it. A cheeseburger and a pot of Cascade, you know? Yeah, like talking the Tasmanian talk, as Kaz just said, we can't wait to have you back. You're here on Sunday the 11th of February at the Longley Hotel. You can get your tickets from austix.com.au. Phil Jamison in Tassie for the Nobody Else Tour. Can't wait to see you, Phil. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Happy, happy, happy Soliday's Soliday's. Let's do that! Triple M Hi. Producer Rhea has come in. I'm here pressing the buttons because Because he's run away. He has. He's gone off to do something very, very special. Good luck, Molly. Grade Grade one. one. Starting today, first day back. Big day for Molly. So we let him have a little bit of an early minute, Kaz, so he could go and see her off to school, which is very (sighs) exciting. So good luck, Molly. Good luck to everyone that's heading back to school today. Yes. Exciting times ahead. It is very exciting. I think some uh, starts next week as well. Yes. So I think he's got first day. Kinder for Ray. Wow. There, there, there should be tears on that day. I reckon there will be. Let's <laughs> Dad be honest. tears are the best tears. <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's triple M breakfast. Getting back from school is, or going back to school after a substantial holiday for my daughter Molly who's six, going into grade one, was a bit 
bit for her. It was a bit. Do I you? feel for her because she she's very confident and comfortable kid. She's a lovely, lovely girl. And she just gets a little bit anxious. Why is that? I don't know. And I don't know how to fix it. Well, do you have to fix it? Is it? It's I, okay to feel a bit. I think so. And what did you say the other day? You said that nerve, uh, excite. No. Nerves are excitement. They're yeah. a mixture. If you're not nervous about something, are you not excited about it? It's okay to feel nervous. Yeah, I, nerves I feel make for her. your body and mind a bit give you a bit of oomph. Yeah, and I think, like me as a dad and me as a pragmatic human being, I just want to fix that. Yeah, but I don't think I. I think you're right. I don't think I need to. I need to embrace that, and I need to make sure. She's okay and yeah. safe and that she understands why. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. fix her nerves because like you say, yeah, nerves, nerves are, are excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, great show. Thanks so much. We love hearing from you, Hobart. Tomorrow's Free Plug Friday. We've got Taz Wine Fest tickets to give away. We've got everything Ooh. you need this weekend, Hobart. So text us right now, 488 That's the text line. Plus, we are treating you, Hobart, at triplem.com.au. Be kind and treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.